0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at BYTE.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The college football regular season is officially over, and we are sad. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, aka the leader of the Bring the Real Big East. Back Party! And, with me, as always, is AJ. The Ohio State is 19-7 against Michigan in my lifetime, Mark I, uh I
1: lived for those three days when Michigan was a basketball school.
0: Today, we're going to break down the good, the bad, and the ugly from the 2020 NFL Draft prospects we saw in Week 14 of college football. Then, we'll preview and pick the championship weekend! Let's hit it.
1: Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas maybe. Looking for a young or a 2 Don't draft a run and back on the first day. Don't draft a run and back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third or don't let's go seven rounds let's go seven rounds together let's go seven rounds forever
0: and that's a song i don't know about you guys but for me a game is ten times more exciting when i'm putting my money on it sometimes i have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes i'm just betting on my team because they're my team regardless Whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, MyBookie is the best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between football season and NBA and NHL and college basketball and football, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie.ag. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code Chair. To double your cash, visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Okay, it is Tuesday night as we record, Wednesday morning as you listen. If you're a studious listener, as as they all are, as, as James is. Uh, okay, couple Senior Bowl uh, acceptances late on Tuesday night to kind of thicken this list. We hadn't had much action. In terms of uh, acceptances, the last week and a half or so, uh, mm-hmm. so a little bit exciting. It seems like Jim Nagy sent out the last bunch of uh, invites, and uh, we're starting to get we're starting to get a class together here, and uh, we got our first quarterback, Anthony Gore. You excited?
1: <laughs> you uh, you predicted this one, Rob?
0: Yeah, big one for me. I predicted. One of the six best senior quarterbacks would be at the Senior Bowl.
1: Honestly, your uh, knowledge knows no ends, Rob. Yes,
0: the Washington State quarterback uh, accepted his invite after losing the Apple Cup. Um,
1: Got dinged up in that one, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm
0: glad he accepted because he's a really interesting guy. I think pretty clearly a top 10 quarterback in the class right now, uh, especially depending on um, which underclassmen declare and, and mm-hmm. go. Uh Gordon's an interesting guy because obviously only one year as a starter in uh, Mike Leach's air raid. Uh, put up some crazy numbers. Um, hasn't been consistent game to game, though. Especially yeah. coming off that Apple Cup game he struggled in. Um, but a dude who's got some interesting arm talent. Uh, and I think seeing him in this setting is going to be huge. Because, again, in that uh, Leach air raid, which is the like only... The, the purest of air raids where it's really just, like, the OG leech air raid. Um, yeah. Where it's a lot of, I don't want to say dinking and dunking, but, like, dumps, crossers, and guys who are just in space because of scheme. So, seeing Gordon in a senior bowl setting having to make some more tight window throws, I think this is a big chance for a guy like him. Who could, Do- could end up being uh, picked, I don't, I don't know, between the back end of the third and the top of the fourth round potentially just because of, I, I personally think it's not the greatest quarterback class in the world. Yeah. Um, after
1: for, for like depth. Yeah. Much, right? For depth.
0: Yeah. After, after yeah. like Burrow and obviously Tua, we're not sure what's up there. More on that in a bit. Uh, yeah. So Gordon could be that guy. NFL teams view as the late day two developmental guy.
1: A little off topic, but did you see all the, uh, the Washington defenders and, ex-Washington defensive players and the old Jimmy Lake quote just kind of goofing Mike Leach's offense. And yes. Like, it's easy to stop it when you know exactly right, what's Running the same and five like,
0: plays every uh, every year yeah. in the Apple Cup. Which, I mean, Mike Leach, again, that's why it comes back to me saying the purest of air raids. I could talk forever about yeah. air raid uh, and, yeah. and the differences between the air raids. Um, like, obviously, like, Cliff Kingsbury, Lincoln Riley, those guys were born through the air raid. But they don't run true air raids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's tons of uh, other guys who obviously have the, the background as well, like Sonny Dykes, for example. But Mike Leach is the only guy who is... I, I, I'm sure it's part of because of his personality, and he he created it with uh, Mame. So, um But it's it's literally like five plays. They, they just run mesh almost like yeah, every play. But I love it. it. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm the biggest Mike Leach fan in the world. Um. Just despite how sour this season went, and some not great quotes from the man, and fake Ole Miss news. But but
1: pretty impressive that they've, uh, I mean, probably produced back to back years with a quarterback gang
0: drafted. So. Yeah. Yeah. We. Uh, I stand for Mike Mike Leachilies and and the air raid, of course. Um. But yeah. So Gordon, big, big chance for him. Uh. Down in Mobile. Yeah. Uh, adding to acceptances, we got TCU running back Darius Anderson, which we talked about how other than the three senior running backs who had already accepted, it's kind of mm-hmm. a foggy senior running back class. Um, Darius Anderson's a guy who's, who's pretty interesting, and uh, I I think I'm glad he's one of the guys. Uh, he He's flashed a ton of big juice. Yeah. I remember the Ohio State game from two years ago. Um, just his burst alone is really quite interesting, so I think getting him in that setting, seeing how he catches the, the ball, uh, and, and how he performs in pass, uh, pass pro, just because I think there's a chance he can be like a satellite type dude.
1: Yeah, no, possibly. There's some tools there.
0: Um, and then LSU wide receiver slash tight end Stephen Sullivan, I think, is one of the more surprising guys who got an invite to the Senior Bowl.
1: Pretty interesting, and Jim Nagy's tweet seemed to imply that he's actually really interested to have him there.
0: I, and I think part of, I mean, I, I want to say maybe a year ago or two years ago, he he was like in that awful, I, I guess it would have been two years ago, in their awful, like, terrible offense with Danny Etling. Um, he was kind of like, I don't want to say their go-to guy, but he was involved a lot more in their offense back then than he has been this year, mm-hmm. which, again, it's especially surprising considering how great their passing game's been with Joe Burrow, but, like, Thad Moss has clearly been their tight end one. And then they've got one of the two best receiver trios in the country. And, like, Stephen Sullivan was kind of, like, just not involved much at all this year. Pretty much, I think he's going to be there because of – it says – like, he's listed as a receiver slash tight end. But I think it's because of the potential of him as a weapon at at tight end. I think he's, like, 6'5", 240. Um, And we've we've seen receiver converts. Darren Waller is obviously the hot one to name right now. Uh, and I think that's a, a big part of the reason they got on there. And, again, not a great tight end class, really not a great senior tight end class. So I, I think Nagy, with this and the next guy I'm about to say, uh, is just wants to get more eyes on these guys in these tight end situations because they don't they, – they, for the potential, essentially.
1: <laughs> Can I read something funny from his bio, quick? Sure. So, obviously, he's listed as a tight end, 6'5", 242. First line in his bio on the LLC page. One of the tallest receivers in school history at 6'7". <laughs>
0: Heck, yeah. I hope he actually is 6'7". That'd be a lot cooler. Uh, and the I mentioned the other tight end. Portland State's Charlie Tomopowo. I don't know if that's how you say it. Good um, effort. wasn't really. Um, anyway, he's a guy who I, I haven't seen anything on him yet. There isn't yep. really anything yeah. out there on him for us right now. But I've heard people talk. Like, he dominates his level of competition from what I've heard. And, and guys like Dame Brugler uh, have talked about him before. Just a high upside athletic guy. So I think they kind of got their the, the clear four top senior tight ends in the country there. And they're just filling out these uh, final spots here with potential big upside guys that scouts haven't seen a ton of.
1: I like that. I think, especially for the tight end position, I love when they're small school guys. And obviously we've got a couple... Uh, and for him, uh, Julius Thomas is the clear comp, right? Oh, it's got it's got to be right. <laughs> it has to be the only other Portland State. Actually, no, there's been a couple guys, but only other Portland State. But well, like,
0: I mean, just looking at the tight end group, obviously they've got Bryson Hopkins, uh, yeah. they, they got um, Jared Pinkney, they got Harrison Bryant, Troutman, and, and, and yeah, nice and tra- Troutman, these two, and, and really like after that, everybody else isn't a senior, mm-hmm. uh, and, and like Jacob Breeland got hurt. Yeah. and But again, so it's like very, like, I kind of, oh, and jo- Josiah DeGuar is already there too. And DeGuar, yeah. yeah, so, like, I think do, I'd rather see these two guys at tight end than somebody who we've seen plenty of and ca- kind of yeah. have a fair idea what they are. I don't want to name names or anything, but, like, Sean Shamba, and and... Uh,
1: whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> and, Look at this. And Joey Magnifico. <laughs> just to, just yeah. to throw two guys under the bus for no reason. Fuck, you're so I mean. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, two 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 more uh, Senior Bowl guys. Uh, pit corner, Dane Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of surprising. I like Dane Jackson a little bit. Um, I haven't done really anything on him since the summer. Summer, yeah, yeah. I had a late like, seventh on him in the summer. Long, lean guy. I like him a man. Uh, not the most aggressive dude, but smooth and, and has some length. Yeah.
1: Yeah, kind of, like you said, kind of surprising, but a little interesting.
0: And then LSU long snapper, Blake Ferguson, I believe you're number one ranked long snapper.
1: Yeah, lo- number one long snapper in the country to me. Uh, clear choice for the senior bowl. I'm just making stuff up.
0: Honestly, no one could have said no to you on saying that.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure there are long snapper like fanatics in college football like who think their team has the best long snapper in the country.
0: Uh, maybe. I don't know. I guarantee you. I know our
1: boy a from Oregon from a few years ago. We are really. Tanner yeah, Crew. I will never forget his name, and he should be in
0: the NFL right now. He's the greatest longest I've ever seen. He
1: blew up the senior bowl. I've never
0: seen anything like it. Anyway, um, <sighs> before we get to the big declarations, uh, a couple East West Shrine slash NFL PA bowl notable uh, acceptances. Uh, for the East West Shrine game, Missouri quarterback Kelly Bryant, Georgia receiver Lawrence Cager, Temple receiver in AJ's. Love of his life, Isaiah Wright, uh, <laughs> Miami linebacker, Shaq Quarterman. I think the, those are four uh, pretty nice, like, I mean, Kelly Bryant's Kelly Bryant, so whatever. But the yeah. the other three are pretty nice gats.
1: Honestly, all four of them are because at least Kelly Bryant's like a name to maybe get some interest for regular fans. You I, know what I, I mean? Guess. I don't know. I give them some credit. I, you know how much I love them down there. Anyways, no, those, the other three are good gads. Uh You know how much I love Isaiah yeah, Wright. Yeah, Isaiah
0: Wright, I, I think it's a very low-key good one. Jack Quarterman's a guy like some people were s- big name. so high on yeah. for, yeah, old school thumper. And then uh, Lawrence Cager, obviously big body, high uh, high upside uh, in terms of athleticism. Cager's like, an interesting. Yeah, no, player. definitely. I think part of the reason he's been more low key is like he 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 been banged up at Georgia this year. Obviously, graduates mm-hmm. were there, and um, like only started coming on kind of late in the year on those back shoulders that Fromm loves to the throw. Yeah. Uh, okay, and a couple of PA ones. The the PA kind of they're doing they, good they're, for what they can get. They're doing well. Yes. Um, yeah. Arkansas tight end Cheyenne O'Grady, Kansas State center Adam Holtorf, Oregon offensive tackle Brady Ayello, and Oregon offensive lineman do it all man Calvin Throckmorton. Uh,
1: Throckmorton the most interesting of the yeah, bunch. Yeah, definitely
0: a guy who's played snaps at every position on the offensive line. Started yeah. on all four positions on the offensive line at Oregon. Uh, I'm kind of surprised, I guess, maybe the NFL, like, I, I mean, I like him as, like, a clear day three prospect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, i kind of surprised he wasn't at least at the Me East Coast game.
1: And, I mean, O'Grady's interesting, too. Yeah,
0: guy he got kicked off of Arkansas, so I think that's part of the reason this is his uh, route. Yes, but when he's been on the field. He's, interesting, he, he, yeah, he and he again, has, again, not a great senior yeah. tight end class. Uh, and then Ayello is a guy who I think start would have started at right tackle pretty much like ninety percent of college football teams. He just played o- on an offensive line that had uh, th- one of the best. Yeah, players. five future NFL offensive linemen, and like he was yeah. just there. In- any time there was an injury, he would fill in at like any spot. Well, technically, he would go to right tackle, and Throckmorton would fill in at any spot. Um, mm-hmm. And then Holtorf's just like a classic what you expect from a Kansas State center. Like he's he's BJ Finney. I'm gonna write that comp down. <laughs> All right, <laughs> write done the Julius Thomas one <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, into maybe slightly more exciting news for uh, for the NFL draft. We got a couple official declarations to
1: Whoa. to go along
0: with who who we had so far. Just JJ Taylor. Yeah, that's we, it. Maybe somebody else.
1: No, it was just JJ, wasn't I it? it? I don't know. Just just do your list. Uh,
0: Okay. Maryland running back Anthony McFarlane Jr. Yep. Colorado receiver LaVisca Chenal Jr. TCU receiver Jalen Rager. No surprise. Missouri tight end Albert O. Because I'm not going to try to say that. Missouri center Tristan. Tristan, I can't say names today. Tristan Colin Castillo. uh, Missouri defensive tackle Jordan Elliott. And Penn State. Edge Rusher, Yitter, Grosmatas. So the big takeaway is the Mizzou guys want to get out of there. Fair. Coach fired. Uh, yeah. Bull ban. I get it. Um, yeah. I think the most surprising, though, just speaking of the Missouri thing, Castillo. Um, I watched him today because he declared. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some things I like with him for sure. I I, st- I have like a high-end undrafted grade on him. Um, really struggled as a run blocker. I found he ducked his head a lot or uh, would t- t- he, power was his weakness. Like uh, a, a big nose can just blow him off the ball, but he held up nicely in pass protection. I thought solid anchor, solid hand use, but yeah, kind of surprising. Um, I think Chanel and Rager both pretty obvious um, ones. I mean, yes, <laughs> both, both at schools where it's not getting better and they're both very, very talented and uh, yeah. at minimum, top 100 picks. I mean, probably like that's being it, like it, they're gonna go earlier than that.
1: If I had to bet, like this is a wild thing to say, but like if I had to bet on like any receiver coming out, I felt like Rager's like the safest pick. Really? Of the more of the more low key. I don't know what's 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 the point of going back there for him?
0: Oh no, you I totally I mean? just, agree. Like his production dip because the quarterbacks were terrible.
1: Yes, exactly. I just mean like it,
0: it was. He's got. He oh yeah, well, and, he, and he's going to run really fast, and he's a good route runner. Like I, yeah. I am huge. I'm a big fan of him. Um, one of my top ten receivers. Uh, and
1: then uh, like one of the guys that like almost sorry Rob they like oh, got forgotten a little bit during the season, but like I think he's going to show up big come like with the draft. Yeah, and no. And stuff. When, you,
0: when you watch him, the quarterbacks are just. I mean, the same thing happened <laughs> when I watched an all first Oregon today. But uh, yeah. yeah, Rager's just getting thrown. Under the bus by his quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, against Oklahoma State, he put up like 128 yards and did this game today. And, and he should have had like 200 yards. Yeah.
1: And like what you know, like some weird usage in past years at Colorado. And then like Montes is a flying call. Plus Colorado
0: injury history yeah. with him too. Like yeah. just yeah. go cash in. He, I think he's, yeah. he's a guy who I think people are going to be very all over on.
1: I agree. I agree. Like I don't I like agree. him
0: as much as some people I have a high second round grade on him. I think
1: I'm around the same area as you. Some um,
0: some people are lower on him than us and some are much higher, so
1: Yeah, it's gonna and again testing's gonna be big for him.
0: Yeah. And, and just the medicals. Yeah, for sure. Uh and then I, I think obviously uh Yitter Grossman not surprising either. Sense. Guy yeah. who has the tools to be a first round pick. Um I think Combine is it- testing is going to be like kind of the story for him to get there because he's yeah. he's pure potential to me. We've talked about him. Uh, he he a lot. yeah he he had his best game of the season against Ohio State last week. Um, so going out on a high note potentially.
1: Uh, yeah, the last couple of weeks has been like better for him. Yeah, and then the, the start, start of the season, season for sure. China, he just
0: yeah. he he needs a pass rush plan and needs to add more tools to his pass rushing toolbox. Uh, But, But yeah, so much athleticism, athleticism, heavy hands, um, and and the size, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, I mean, McFarland, I I could just get out of Maryland.
1: Yeah, I mean, explosive guy, not, I don't know, he had a good week this week, it makes sense, I think, like. Someone take a flyer on. You know
0: I, I think Jordan Elliott's one of my uh, more, a, a lower key guy who I like. So I, I'm again, I think Missouri guys are just trying to get out though. Uh, and we also yeah. had a couple of guys announced they're staying. Um, a pair of Penn State offensive players, Pratt, Pat Fryermuth, who we just found out is actually eligible for the draft as eligible? a, a true yeah. sophomore because of five years in high school. Uh, and then Penn State center Michael Minnette, Um Ohio State edge Jonathan Cooper, Iowa State edge Jaquan Bailey, and then uh, Grant Calcaterra retired.
1: Yeah, that sucks.
0: It does suck. Um, Hopefully,
1: uh, he wants to become a firefighter, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the, good, just good again, adding to this tight end class with friarmuth going back and Calcaterra yeah. retiring, mm-hmm. like it's not a great group already, and it's uh, and and that's to go with Cole Komet, who we we talked about yeah. with the go back to Notre Dame. So, again, not a great tight end group.
1: In the last three weeks, too, especially for Friermuth, it was, like, people saying he's got top of round two and of round one potential.
0: Yeah, because he, he the, the most upside among tight ends, I'm not going to, like, lie. I, I haven't, like, dug in on his film because uh, we didn't know he was eligible and then he announced mm-hmm. he wasn't going to come out anyway. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, after, after Hopkins and Hunter Bryant, I, I think the tight end group really drops off. It's muddy. Yeah. Um, okay. That was a lot of that. The business we had to get through. But uh, you know us. We're all about business. Uh,
1: you want to you wanna talk the Tua stuff before we get into yeah, the good stuff? Be. So, um, Ian Rappaport, I mean, it was, this was a report from uh, Tide Sports, a long quote from Tua that actually is very interesting, and you should all go read it. But um, one snippet that Ian Rappaport quote tweeted, um... He said, from Tua, if I leave, I think the risk is a little higher. That risk would be how far do I drop in the draft. To me, it's a 50-50 chance between going in the first round and possibly going in the second round.
0: I think that's crazy. Because, I mean, it it was very reactionary when the hip stuff first happened, all the Bo Jackson career ending, all that stuff. And and obviously at that time, no one knew for sure what was going on. And then as we got more information, it seemed so much more promising at that point, I think a lot of people just kind of assumed, um, me included, that he really isn't going to fall. Like the Dolphins, for example, would still take him fourth overall. Um, mm-hmm. But then now hearing stuff like this, uh, you have to kind of assume someone's talked to the NFL at least to kind of put yeah. this in his head.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can't be coming from nowhere. Because if you go read the quote, he's put a lot of thought into this. He says it's like, it's going to come down to his what his parents think when he thinks, obviously, and God. But uh, this is kind of crazy to me. It's kind of crazy. I, I don't think he slips if he falls. Uh, but, like, it's got to be coming from somewhere. And,
0: and let's say if he, comes if, out he, yeah. if he does go back to Alabama because of it, like this quarterback class is brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and again, it, I, think, I just don't see him falling – Just because, again, everything we've heard has sounded very promising about the hip. Unless there's more to it than we know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, like you said, it all look good. And, I mean, like, okay, hypothetically, if they're worried about that, Herbert and Burrell go ahead of him and that's it, right? Yeah, there's... Like, worst case scenario.
0: I mean, I think the Colts are in love with Jordan Love. But, like... But, like... I, I just can't imagine yeah. him falling past, uh, like, 15.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, like, if, if the Dolphins have another pick. I mean, sorry, they do have another pick. But I'm saying if it's where it is, you know what I mean?
0: And even then, if you're going to take him there, why didn't you just take him at the top? At
1: yeah. four, yeah. I mean, it, obviously, it's all going to depend how the draft falls. But I, I don't... Like, him potentially sliding into the second seems crazy to me.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be really interesting to track, and th- that could really change how this draft looks. If he
1: goes, oh, uh, yeah.
0: It's a, it's exciting time uh, with bowl season, declaration season, senior bowl, East West Strangium, FLPA bowl acceptances season, <laughs> yeah. and more importantly, championship weekend. But Whoa. first, let's hit our Week 14 superlatives. Quickly, ESPN Game Day celebrity picker. We got Eric Decker. Thoughts?
1: Uh, a little boring. It's Decker. I respect it. He wore a cool hat. He did hat. wear a cool hat. He had an, he had an oar. Uh, six and a half. I gave him
0: a seven because I thought the hat was just really good. It's a nice hat. Um, and and I, I, I was just happy they picked him. Yeah, me too. I, I like Eric Decker a lot, and, and I loved him when he was at Minnesota. Um. Do you know where College Game is going? I forgot to... <laughs> Honestly,
1: I forgot to check. Let's talk more about Eric Decker while one of us. <laughs> uh... I didn't know it was in order for the longest time because he just had like the end side up. I'm like, why is he just holding a stick? And then he flipped it around. I'm like, oh my god. He's rowing the boat, baby. And uh, all all's good. Are they
0: going somewhere in Week 15? Normally it's easy to find.
1: I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they're not. Is
0: it championship week? Oh, well. Yeah. Moving on.
1: Oh, oh they're, they're going to Atlanta. They're okay. To
0: Atlanta. Uh, who who you think is going to be the celebrity picker? This was a bad podcast. Uh,
1: yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Shit.
0: us LSU Georgia. Uh, Herschel Walker. The, I think that was your guess last time Georgia was involved.
1: It's going to happen <laughs> one cool day. Is a cool LSU
0: superfan? Shaq. Shaq. Shaq.
1: Ben Simmons. Someone with, like, one of the like LSU ties and Atlanta ties would be cool, but it's
0: probably just going to be a Georgia guy. Probably I don't know. Migos. That'd be fine. Maybe Joe Burrow's dad. <laughs> Best freshman you saw in week 14. <laughs> I was going to be stuck <laughs> there you. for a while.
1: So. Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, all right. right. I'm uh, Speaking of uh, your guys, I don't know why I said that. We weren't. Sam Howell, baby, is one of the guys. <laughs> It's a good I'm choice for this week. So. He, uh, he's like now that I don't know the season's over. He's got the bowl, but like now that the most of the season's over, what a year from Sam Howell, man! Who could have thought any of this Me was going to happen? Me it was like a every, year
0: and a half ago.
1: Yeah, you're right. I I don't there's, there's old miss screenshots on
0: high school quarterback evaluations.
1: It's true. I mean, they had to be in the Elite, elite 11. But. Well,
0: yeah, but like, let me tell you about the quarterbacks I thought were great when I watched them in, on these high school shows okay. that I'm obsessed with.
1: This is trustworthy. I uh, swear to
0: God, Jake Fromm, yeah. when I watched him in Season 1, QB1 Beyond the Lights. You did like Jake Fromm. Justin Fields, who is yep. on, I watched on both Elite 11 and QB1 Beyond the Lights. Okay. And Sam Howell. And at that time, Howell was committed to Florida State. What could have been... For Willie Taggart, that hurts. I also love a quarterback or just like a top prospect in general who is who ends up staying in, like in state, in state. even if it at like a lower key. Yeah, school. like still power five, Me but too. like not a dominant like. Me yeah. too. So Sam Howell, he's our freshman of the year. Oh, he should be freshman, of the offensive year. freshman. Cade Thibodeau uh,
1: mm-hmm. should be defensive freshman. Okay, we said it. Okay. Uh,
0: do you have any other best freshman?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I don't want to say it, but Garrett Wilson had hey, a good he game gave you.
0: He against was, Michigan. He's mine as well. Yeah.
1: Uh, muff the punt, though. Gave me yeah, some. but he was
0: wearing a different jersey, so was it really him? Okay, what? It's because ba- Baron Browning's on punt return, and they both wear number five.
1: Just make him wear number 15 or something. I don't know. Wait, make who? Like, like, just have a number that's not on punt returns. I guess there's so many players on the team, yeah. right? But
0: I mean, just be, their linebacker and their punt returner. They both have to be on it.
1: No, but I'm just saying, I'm not saying. Give him a number that wouldn't interfere when he's on offense or on punt returns. Look at my. If I had a university, that's thinking freshmen,
0: Very that's confusing. Freshman have to earn stupid. numbers.
1: I don't want, they to have this want. <laughs> Yes, yeah,
0: Garrett so Wilson, who. Uh big time recruit from Texas, but like grew up in Ohio, yeah. came back to Ohio State. Uh he's flushed a bunch this year, and I think him and Chris Olave are gonna be one of the most interesting receiver duos next year.
1: hmm hmm Obviously, like just a lot of big plays in this mission game, only three catches, about 115 yards, that long touchdown.
0: Star. Yeah. Justin Fields, star. Uh my I, I had him for best freshman and Texas running back Roscoe Johnson. I watched I watched yeah. out of Texas versus Texas Tech. he, he kinda I mean, we talked about him before. He's a quarterback converted to running back. Uh, Tom Herman's running a shit show in Texas, but he's a bright spot. (laughs) It's true. It's a cool story, Uh, too. Yeah, I enjoy watching him. He runs really hard. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think even though they do have Keontae Ingram, who's been banged up this year, like, Roscoe Johnson's definitely a dude to watch next year as a true sophomore as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay, best sophomores you saw. I have a whole freaking list.
1: Yeah, me too. But like, they're all just the big names. Yeah, for it's me. All, all every
0: guy I've listed's been on this for me before.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, Jalen Waddles, yes. I'll go first. Uh, was the playmaker for Alabama. Yes. Four catches, ninety-eight yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> just the, after the catch, that one, uh, the one long one where he crossed the field. It's just like, holy shit, that speed! And obviously the ninety-eight-yard uh, kickoff return touchdown. Man, he's explosive, and I love him.
0: Yeah, he he was the star of the Alabama offense for mm-hmm. sure, and, and mm-hmm. in helping Mac Jones out a whole bunch. Mac Jones is better than I thought. God. He also threw an interception off a guy's back that was returned hundred yards for a touchdown. It was fucking sick.
1: Anyways, uh, want me just to keep going with big names there that, that we can just cross off every yeah. week? Uh, okay, Rashad Bateman <laughs> again, six catches, one hundred forty-seven yards, a touchdown. Yeah,
0: he he was like Minnesota's only consistent. Of all yeah. the all their star players, he was the only guy who really truly showed up against that. Like Tony Johnson.
1: Johnson didn't have a, Ta- a terrible. Yeah, 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 I got
0: bad things to say yeah. about him. You shut him, man. You love him,
1: and then throw Jamar Chase in because he yeah. just keeps fucking blowing shit he, up. He
0: just dominated Texas a and I think sealed himself the the Blitnikoff Trophy. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. Anyways, uh, I got a couple more, but you can jump. Uh, in here.
0: I also have Chris Olave just sticking res- receivers. Only sixty-eight yards, but touchdown. Chris Olave is so good. Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, Justin Fields. Who? I also have Justin Fields here too.
1: Me too. Me. Too, when too.
0: Justin Fields left the game, uh, with what looked like a potential devastating knee injury, yeah, and then returned and on that first snap, threw his best touchdown pass of the game and. One of his best of the season. It felt like a Heisman yeah. moment.
1: Yeah, but it's not going to be so. It's okay.
0: But, uh, which may,
1: maybe maybe next year. I, I,
0: who who are you giving the Heisman to? Joe Burrow, right? Yeah, I'm still giving it to Joe Burrow. Can I ask who who you've got second and third at the, at this point?
1: Uh, Chase Young. Just I Fields. think I agree. Yeah, and okay one more guy cuz uh we for who he is we barely talked Tre- to him this year. Tre- Trevor Lawrence had Trevor Lawrence a good game
0: amazing against South Carolina.
1: Yes. Yes, he was. 26 to 36 296 3 touchdowns. What a throw. The one where he stepped up and just flung it. Uh plus he he ran the ball well too. Like this is Lawrence like he's still been fine this year but he hasn't been no, special. He was
0: amazing down the stretch. I watched a lot of yeah. Clemson games against in games that didn't matter because they play in the ACC, but Dabo didn't. Th- Dabo saying, didn't think they could win the ACC for some reason or something. <laughs> Dabo's becoming Nick Saban.
1: Yeah, Nick Saban says some stupid shit too. <laughs> Anyways, no, uh, this was this was true. It's
0: not fair. That's why Nick Saban. I, how shot. can you
1: whine about
0: that? that you Nick fucking I Saban. That was Gus Malzahn's a genius for a second.
1: He is. Sometimes he is. Sometimes. Sometimes. Anyways, Trevor Lawrence, what a
0: game. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for I mean, again, we say this every I can't wait for next year's draft, but Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields is gonna be so much fun. Maybe we'll get it in the playoffs. Maybe we'll get Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence versus Tua next year, even. That's kinda nuts. That is kinda nuts. Could you imagine? No. That would go down as like the and potentially Jacob Eason, Jordan Love. What if they all just go back? <laughs> we
1: will find some more eligibility somehow. That'd be sick. Fuck it. Um, Joe just like, fuck it, let's run it back.
0: Do you have any other sophomores?
1: <laughs> no, that's all my okay, nice.
0: We Weekday Warrior, for the first time in a while, it felt like, not not only was it a, like a good week, it was the best because we get the Friday Thanksgiving games.
1: Yes. So clearly the best Weekday Warrior week of the year. And next week's, or this week's kind of like the worst one because only one game. But it's yeah, a good game.
0: So it's, it's a good one. It's a it's good game.
1: one. Uh... <laughs> Who do you can't go first not Bryce
0: Perkins. He put the friggin' Cavaliers on his back. Finally, took down Virginia Tech and took them to the is taking them to the ACC championship against Clemson. You know what?
1: I threw Perkins as one of my not sleeper, but my lower end picks for a shoot with the board. So I didn't put him here, but he deserves to be here. Yeah. Uh, basically, so it's what a game.
0: He just decided to carry the team on his back <laughs> with his legs.
1: Yeah, they could not stop uh, Perkins running he, the ball early in the year. He threw for
0: 311 yards. He ran for 164. Uh, two touchdowns on the ground, one in the air. And, yeah, basically just willed Virginia to the win over Tech. Um, it, it was awesome. I really, really like Bryce Perkins, like the person. And then I love Bronco Mendenhall. And it was a really cool moment after the game as well. Uh, but, yeah, Bryce Perkins really, this game is going to be huge just with NFL draft season yes. coming up. and. Yes. I, I don't want to be the guy who's like, well, this Lamar Jackson kid in the NFL, he's pretty interesting. I guess that means Jalen Hurts is a top-ten pick. But I do think having a guy like Bryce Perkins would be, uh, as like a late-day three pick as a backup quarterback, would be very interesting, especially for a team like the Ravens. Who I have always been fond of um, having an athletic course, backup quarterback. Of course, if there's a new wrinkle at the defense, so if he's thrown into the game or spot started or anything they have to prepare for something a little different or they can't prepare for it if he's just thrown into the game
1: exactly and especially especially like a guy like with good leadership qualities and like Not, all of that go ahead I sorry. was going to say
0: just going back to this QB classes we were talking about how murky it is in terms of depth yep like I would rather take a, a chance on Bryce Perkins late day three than a lot of other guys
1: that's why I think Perkins like, maybe not – he's not going to skyrocket up the, up, the, up the draft board. But I think he helped himself a lot in this Vatek game. And, yeah, this Clemson game is big It'd be for him interesting
0: too. interesting to see if he ends up at the senior bowl. I hope so. I, I think he'd be a really interesting guy to get there.
1: I think he'd help himself a lot if he got there. Yeah. Like, just to, like, get in that, like, like fifth round spot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We're like, fuck it. Let's get a guy that we can lean mm-hmm. on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If we need to. Anyways. Uh, Weekday Warrior for me. Uh, one of the best players in the class, so I had to put him here. Uh, AJ Eponiza for Iowa.
0: Yeah, see, I, just... I put him in a different section. I, so basically, same idea. We both... I just want to lock, lock down my warrior.
1: You know, that's my most important <laughs> superlative. Uh, Dominated the Huskers. They squeaked out the win. Uh, 14 tackles, 5 TFLs, 2 sacks. Another guy that just uh, turned it on. Yeah, the I was going to say,
0: he, he's a guy who, like, he hadn't been playing poorly or anything, but just especially Quiet. compared to how dominant yeah. Chase Young had been. There was a lot for less sure. talk about him, and then in the last couple of weeks, he's just been a, a freak show. Fucking wrecking And, and it's yeah. really interesting, because there's rumors him and Tristan Wirf's both plan on returning to Iowa. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, the way Eponis is playing, it's, like, to me, like, he's a top ten player on my board, at least. And I be mean, hard to see him not go in the first round.
1: Can I say, Wirth just seems like such a stud for that team, like... Like a leader for that team, you know what so I mean? Slipping like from like left, a, t- act-
0: left tackle to right tackle, dominating all the time, yeah. strongest guy on the team. He was like the first guy out there when they made the kick,
1: or like like to you the kick. Yeah. And stuff. I don't know. He just seems like such a. I, I like them like, both like, so much.
0: I think part of that is true. Is like Kirk Ferentz just knows how to develop leaders. He does. Um, he does. Uh, you have yeah, I do. I, I put kind Devin of, in Duvernay here.
1: Okay, good one. I almost forgot about Devin DuVernay. I'm glad you brought uh,
0: him up. Him and Roscoe Johnson cook Texas Tech. He had 199 yeah. yards and a score. Um, he's a guy.
1: Where do you have DuVernay? Sorry to step on your toes, Rob. Uh, the more I watch of him, the more
0: I really like him. He's got like yeah. that Debo Samuel type of build and yak ability. Um, yeah, he's interesting. Uh, I have him as a third-round guy right now.
1: But he, he's he's helped himself a he, lot. He's
0: gonna be at the year. Senior Bowl too, which is huge. And depending yeah. on like who declares again in this receiver class, like I, I I think he's like receiver 14 or 15 for me right now. But again, so much depth and depending who declares and whatnot. But I mm-hmm. I, I am a big fan of him and uh, what he does after the catch.
1: Yeah, um, I threw Hunter Bryant's name in here because so I thought he was probably the best yeah, husky, I think he was.
0: Or, or on offense at least.
1: On offense, a so yeah, lots of good guys on defense. Yes. Um, Molden especially. Yes. Anyways, uh, I just want to get his name in there too. Six catches, ninety-six yards. He's Jacob Easton's go-to guy, and it's obvious because we thought we had they had some receivers, but obviously, kind of just a mucky year for all those guys. Yeah. But Brian just uh, like he, I think he's just keep kept making more plays down the stretch. As they yeah, run. no, I
0: think he's got a very very good chance, especially. Considering who they announced as the finalist for the Mackey, I think it's going to be his.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think he's got a good chance to be the first tight end off the board. It's him versus yeah, Hopkins, but...
0: It's, it's it's a two-man battle. Uh, yep. Okay, best prospect you saw? Uh, I'm going with Derek Brown from Auburn. Well, that spin move alone. That spin
1: move alone. I, and it blew up Okay,
0: Twitter. I almost put him down for a play-the-box score. Even though he had seven Dude, tackles and three TFLs, because he, I did like, too. He he, it felt like he was getting so much pressure, in the fact that he just didn't have a sack. Yes, and uh, yeah. he was just blowing up their offensive line. But then I was like, it makes yeah. technically it makes more sense to put him at best prospect anyway. Um,
1: I you know what I did? I was gonna put him at box score, and then I looked for someone who was better and thought about it. I'm like, no, he deserves to be best yeah. prospect. He, he he was a free um, jo-
0: like. He's a guy who a people had questions about him entering the year. And, like, I, I remember, um, I think I, like, tweeted in a mock over the summer and I had him, like, 14th or something. And, mm-hmm. and people, I, I mean, not to say this person uh, knew what they are talking about, but, like, people, like, like <laughs> acted like he is in a first-round talent and stuff. And there was, like, multiple so people weird. on Draft Twitter who didn't think that.
1: That's so weird. Especially because, like, it feels like every year we get got, like, an Auburn defensive lineman who could like, overrated in the summer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I didn't think Brown was that, but
0: he, he, he's, I think, top he, Every single
1: week, he, yeah, I agree. He should be a top 10 Let player. me say,
0: I put five guys down for best prospect this week. All of them play defense. It's a very strong yeah. top-end defensive class. It is. Um, yeah, so I had Derek Brown as well. I had A.J. Eponisa as well, who we already talked about. Yep. Uh, I also had Chase Young who uh, he could have gone down for a play-the-box score. I put him yeah. there. Kind of quiet first half, and then just second half unblockable.
1: But Like, Michigan, like they did a pretty good job yeah, on him. Yeah,
0: all things considered. Yeah. But, but in the considered. second half, you they just couldn't block him.
1: Yeah, like, like and I, I'm going to jump my, the gun here, but he, no, no tackles, no sacks, two Kyrie hurries, but he was way, obviously, better than any of those numbers. So. Yeah. Uh he's like the the easiest outplay the box where of the yeah. year.
0: I he better get a freaking Heisman finalist invite. It'd be such a crime if he didn't because there's to me there really isn't after Burrow an obvious offensive guy who needs to be that second guy.
1: No, I agree. I agree.
0: Like if if it ends up being Fields and your third gotta be Hurts. Like that feels like a crime over Chase Young.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Like Chuba would feel like a crime too. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put anyone over him.
0: Um, Also, stick on the uh, uh, Ohio State defensive side of the ball. I put Jeff Okuda here. Um, some
1: little grabby Rob should have (laughs) been.
0: Couple big PBUs. looked amazing in man coverage against the bigger Nico Collins. Um, he's just I think clearly the corner one in a deep class. No one's like even doubting it. Yeah, anymore. he he's just taking <laughs> yeah. over this season. Uh, yes. And then I put Isaiah Simmons against South Carolina. This guy was Simmons everywhere, Scott. every week, everywhere. Uh, all all five of these guys are in my top ten prospects right now. <sighs>
1: I think that makes sense, Rob. Do you have anybody else here? No, I stuck with Brown. I, I said, "Fuck you." I, okay, him. who you
0: got for shooting off the board?
1: Uh, I'm going back to Ohio State. Uh, I'm going to give J.K. Dobbins his due credit here, here. as well. Because, yeah, he's helped himself. There's no running back that's helped himself more. Maybe edwards laird but like... Najee Harris, I'd say those two. Harris, too. Yeah, that's true. But like... No, I'm not saying more, but like, to that degree. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I understand. And like, I I think obviously Dobbins is going to go higher than those two guys. But, uh... Dominating performance against Michigan... Uh... Even when, like, early on, the fields couldn't really get anything going, the offensive line just dominated the Michigan defensive line, and Dobbins just so explosive. Contact balance. It, I'm sorry, it makes me sad talking about it. And then catching the ball, was, he was good, yeah. too. He did some stuff. Like so,
0: I, I absolutely love J.K. Dobbins, and I know there are people on Draft Twitter who are not fans of his. Um,
1: why, though? Like, what, what, why wouldn't you like him? What's not to like, Rob? His pet Play devil's advocate with he's me for a second. Pass blocking. But who? Like, how many? I, I back know I, you're making me do
0: it, and he's my running back three. <laughs> I'm telling you, when she... Daniel Jeremiah comes out with his rankings, J.K. Dobbins is going to be one of his top three be running high. backs, and then everyone's going to act mm. like that they didn't, like they were there on it. But I've seen so many takes on Draft Twitter about how like he shouldn't even be a top six running back.
1: You said this to me like two weeks ago, so I'm glad you got on the podcast. Yeah, so now
0: it's it's uh, out there. Out there because I swear that's what's going to happen. Because I was listening to uh, DJ, yeah, like two weeks ago, who said like JK Dobbins Mm -hmm. is one of his favorite prospects so far. And uh, I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen.
1: Like, the only thing that hurts him is that he's a running back. Yeah,
0: facts. Uh, For me, um, I've got him, Mm -hmm. I've also got uh, another Ohio State corner, Damon Arnett. I thought a really nice game in Michigan. He, he's fair. a guy whose name's been uh, hyped for a couple of years now. Um, and yeah. this year, he finally actually put it all together. And I think he could be a sneaky day two guy.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I mean, where do you think Wade goes to jump into?
0: If Wade declares, I think you you saw that yeah, yeah. early in that Michigan game, that they're taking advantage of Sean Wade being out. And, yep. and they were getting a lot of uh, like production because of it. Like, I think Sean Wade's a top 40 player, probably. Like, I, I, I think, think back into the first round. Like, I've loved Sean Wade. And he's a guy who's played nickel and um, on the outside.
1: Arnett definitely stepped up, too, after, like, Michigan started throwing the ball well. Yeah, really.
0: he's big and physical. I really like it. I love... I like his press... Him and press man's really awesome. The last couple of years, it... it it led to a lot of penalties because he was overly physical, so that was kind of where I had issues with him, and this year he's cleaned all that up. Yeah. Uh, who else do you have here?
1: Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I sticking the Big Ten on defense. I threw Zach Bond's name in here. Just as a more low-key guy, but a really good game against Minnesota. Uh, nine tackles, two sacks, two and a half tackles for loss. Solid year for Bond. I think he's he's helped him. Like, not, I, I don't think he's going to... Go that high or anything, but he's helped himself a lot. I have him here at eleven and a half tackles on the year, uh, sacks on the year, eighteen and a half uh, tackles for loss. I, yeah, I,
0: I, I have him on shooting up the board as well. Uh, he has been electric. Like every week, he is the energizer bunny on that defense. He's really explosive. I think he could go sneaky higher than a lot of people entered the year believing. Whereabouts? Top just for like, sneaky. High. Top top one hundred and fifty at least. Okay. No, 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 I I feel the same. Yeah. Okay. Like I I think the, I think so too. The, especially the linebacker class not that great. Um, and and mm-hmm. there's lots of questions and injuries and whatnot. Like he he could be. I think it depends what role you see him playing because Wisconsin's always got these linebackers who play this like hybrid pa- pass rusher off ball linebacker role. Like we saw Vince Beagle play it and Drew Van yeah. Ginkle played it. Like that's just one of their kind of positions there. And so I think depending on what yep. you see Zach Bond as and how he tests, I think he can go sneaky like like fourth round for sure.
1: No, I, I think so too. Um
0: I sticking uh, in big ten, I have Purdue tight end Brayson Hopkins here in a lost Indiana, yeah. one forty two and two scores. You talked about Hunter Bryant, I'm gonna stand Brayson Hopkins. Um he's got the size, the ability to be a seam, uh a guy who exposes uh, defense defenses down the seam. I it reminds me a lot of Mark Andrews. Okay, my last for shooting up the board is Auburn left tackle Prince Tigo Noga. Cool. You've liked him from the summer. Yeah. No, I think he's a guy who could... It's a... The offensive tackle class is really, really talented, and I think he could be back the first round, potentially... Uh, against Alabama, I thought him and Jack Driscoll actually both played really well against Alabama and their two edge rushers, Trell Lewis and Anthony Jennings, they held them to no sacks and it wasn't really talked about in the game because there was so much like craziness just going on in terms of explosive plays and whatnot, but mm-hmm, that, yeah. those two holding up I thought was a huge reason Auburn was able to win this game.
1: No, for sure. It's it's an interesting tackle group So there's like so many names that you've seen like in the first round, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, after Worf's Thomas, there's a lot of directions you can go. Yeah, I mean like Wills and Leatherwood uh, I th- up there now, uh, yes. and then, then after that, there's like there's a lot of guys. Uh, I think, f- for me at least, um, like Worf's and uh, and Thomas are like the the top two, and then yeah, I yeah. I, I personally have Wills third, uh, Leatherwood f- Leatherwood fourth, and Prince noga fifth.
1: Sure enough. I, I'm going to talk about another tackle in a bit, so... Ooh,
0: spooky. Yeah. Um Okay. For sliding down the board, can I, can I start by saying I have Justin Herbert atop this because I watched the Civil War, the whole thing. It was <laughs> horrible to watch. Uh, Oregon, like, just struggled against Oregon State, and Oregon State, like, was without quarterback Jake Lutton and, and had this... I, I can't remember if he's a freshman or a sophomore, but he wasn't very good. Um... And and Herbert just again, just he couldn't take over the game, really, just robotic. Um, like obviously there was like a flashy play here or there. A lot of Jalen, uh, uh, Johnny Johnson, Jalen Red Screen, Johnny Johnson, and um, yeah, just I don't know. I I, he's gonna have to sell teams on himself at the Senior Bowl, I think.
1: I I think Friday night's huge for him. Yeah, well,
0: Utah's defense is loaded with potential. Yes. NFL draft picks, and especially in the secondary, and if if that can be his big moment game, and he can, he doesn't even have to beat them; he just has to have a big game against that defense. And yep. I think that could really change how people are talking about him heading into NFL draft season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd Herbert too. Um, I'm just sticking with the quarterbacks. <laughs> okay, uh, let's keep talking about Jordan Love because I still like him, but he keeps struggling. He played New Mexico, and like I'm glad they got to a bowl game because I want to see more of him. He was like 18 to 35, 172 yards, only one interception this week, and threw three touchdowns. But like, it, the performances have not been impressive at all.
0: If, with him, it's just completely what he could be. Potential. The arm yeah, is I amazing. I
1: like Jordan Love a lot. Yeah, Chris know, Ballard
0: likes like. him more than you do. So probably. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why I think he. Like if he declares Chris Ballard, you know how in the NBA they promise draft picks? Which I think is the <laughs> yeah. strangest thing. Um, it's because Chris Ballard promised him. That's what I think.
1: Oh, I like that, though. As long as he keeps his promise. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: anyone else, Rob? <laughs> uh, I, I got two Michigan defensive backs, Josh Metellus and Lavert <laughs> Hill. Specifically, Josh Metellus. Ohio State was clearly going after him. He's a guy who's going to be the senior bowl. He is a liability in coverage. And... He's a, he's a guy we both think is going to be a special team stub, but that's about it.
1: But people like him, kind of.
0: I think this Ohio State game really going to scare people off. Like, he just couldn't. A no, lot. I... I know you believe it's similar to me, and you're a Michigan fan.
1: Yeah. Uh, Laverne Hill had a... Okay it, it, start yeah, to so...
0: At the beginning of the game, I thought he was playing pretty solid, and then just kind of, like, he couldn't find the ball late, and I think his lack of size was also a mismatch problem.
1: Yeah. Uh... I'm doing it again. I'm gonna throw Jake Fromm in here. I know he had four touchdowns and it was Georgia Tech. But like his yards per attempt was better, but then he was under fifty percent completing. Like I don't know, man. He's just
0: he's just such a fucking mixed bag. I don't he's,
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on Jake Fromm.
0: I wouldn't either. Uh I got two Minnesota guys next. Uh Antoine Winfield Jr. and Tyler Johnson. Uh Winfield Jr. Yeah. I thought you could see against Wisconsin like Uh, A lack of Like there's going to be Questions about his Overall athleticism And ability to Like be a center Field type safety I think he's more of a Nickel Because the lack of Range kind of Was shown Uh, And then with Tyler Johnson I thought he was Struggling a bit to Separate and he had A drop touchdown pass I think The combination of How Clearly the NFL Probably views him Based on him not Being a senior bowl Invite um, With Struggling in big Moments with Drops and Separation problems really gonna hurt him. I I'm still the biggest Tyler Johnson fan in the world like he's my like receiver sixth yeah. sixth. but uh, I, I it's gonna hurt his draft position if he can't have these big games the bowl game is gonna be interesting for him and then how he handles the east west game
1: no for sure I agreed
0: uh, and then I also put the Alabama edge rushers just because I thought the Auburn tackles destroyed them
1: <laughs> fair enough no they did a good job Uh, do you have anybody else don't no, no, that's it for me. That is an prospect? So it's so hard late in the year. I'm going pretty deep to a junior at UCF. Uh, safety, six three, one ninety five. 195. Antoine Collier kind of stood out a bit in this game. He had seven tackles. Oh, the, the War on I-4, of course, if anyone watched it Friday night. <laughs> I, I mean, I barely watched it, but Collier looked good. Seven tackles, a sack, a pick. I miss the old War on I-4. Fuck, give me Quentin Flowers back. I miss him so much. Anyways... Trying to dig deep for Out of Nowhere Prospect. I doubt he comes out. He's a junior, but uh, kind of interesting with his uh, athletic profile and uh, his production.
0: Um, okay. My first Out of Nowhere Prospect is a quarterback who not a lot of people are talking about right now. Okay. But I think he's uh, sneaky talented. But okay. But a position change might be needed for the NFL. Okay, Okay. Okay. So... His name's Lin Bowden. He plays quarterback for Kentucky. Ah, okay. You didn't like Sweet. how I set that up? Come on. I
1: thought it was going to be something so much more low key, but okay. No, that was, that was
0: the joke. He's not like really a quarterback. He's just the quarterback because they they uh, they don't have one.
1: Yeah, I thought you had like a sneaky, sick take about a, like a, a legit quarterback that can make a switch to like the end or something. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, he's
0: the Bowling Green grad transfer I was telling you about earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name now, but. Uh, Anyways,
1: Lynn Bowden I is love him so one much. of the most fun players in the country.
0: The I'll fact that they won the rivalry game against a Louisville team that won seven <laughs> games this year. With Lynn Bowden throwing for four yards and running for 284. I love watching him. It's Their offense is literally like just zone reads and like QB powers. I Every mean, <laughs> Once in a while he like tries to throw a slant. I I don't no <laughs> one can stop him though. Like he he's an obvious kid. For those who don't know, Lynn Bowden is Kentucky's best offensive player, plays receiver, uh due, due to injuries, was moved to quarterback, was a high school quarterback, was moved to quarterback this season. Most games he barely throws the ball and it's again just zone reads. He ran for like twelve hundred yards this year. Um so nuts. It's not. I, I, like I, respe- I respect him so much because think about it. He he's too. a junior. Mark Stoops could leave for a better job, and like he basically you should want to win football. hes like he baby. is an NFL draft prospect, and yeah, he put the team way above himself to do this.
1: It's like an NCAA when you go to a new school and realize they have no quarterbacks, but you move the, the, oh, best, player the best player in offense.
0: He that's that's Lindbergh, I, I love so, it. I'm boner. so happy. Uh, my real out and prospect. Uh whoa whoa whoa. Well, because he's just—he's not out of nowhere. He's a stud. Oh yeah, yeah uh, Elijah Molden. You mentioned him at the top, the Washington DB. Yeah, uh, 14 tackles, a PBU, a pick, and a TFL against Washington State in Apple Cup. Uh, yeah, he was just making big plays. He was all over, um, eating up everything on their underneath throws. I thought he played a great game.
1: No, he was really good. Not out of nowhere for me because I'm heavily involved in Seattle sports. Well, no, Twitter. he
0: wasn't <laughs> out of nowhere for me either. If you go back and listen to our Pac-12 show, I know.
1: But but when you're when you're this late, that's a good pick. That's a yeah. tough one. Uh, okay, people
0: that made you look stupid. Prospects that made you look
1: stupid. Then? <laughs> people, I made you, you made stupid. me look stupid. <laughs> Fuck. I look just look stupid again. Anyways, I'm going with like a, a calmative one on a guy I liked in the summer. Maybe a little too much. Uh, f- fucking Greg McCree from UCF. I thought like I, I I liked him as a potential third down guy and and. and I thought he had. An, I, um, I thought he'd have like an expander role in the offense, especially catching the football this year. Because I thought he had um, like nice route running, and good hands. He missed some time this year. He uh, wasn't used as much. Uh, Adrian Killens has outplayed him. Uh, I, like, like I said, I still like what he can do, but he just didn't have the year I hoped. He had like five carries for thirty yards in the war on f four, and like two catches or something for fifteen. Uh, I still think he can be interesting, but yeah.
0: Uh, I am with Carter Coughlin, the Minnesota edge rusher, who I like a lot. He struggled yeah. against Wisconsin to make a big impact other than a fumble recovery. They kind of erased him, the offensive tackles, uh, just moved him around. He's obviously uh, a 3-4 outside linebacker on the edge, and his lack of size really hurt him in this game against the run. Um, yeah. I also with Najee Harris? Because he's a... Like, this season he has proved to be That's a completely a good... different running back than what I uh, initially thought about him. He is... they I I love that they started utilize, utilizing him as a pass catcher. He's yeah. he's not that Derrick Henry... Not that, like, there's something wrong with being Derrick Henry, but, like, but... He, he's not, like, this big power back who doesn't do a ton on, like, passing downs. for example. Like, he is a... Not built in that same way. He's built more upright. And... Mm-hmm. and uh, He's just done so much as a pass catcher. I really enjoy watching him. That's a good choice because I was down on him too. And he's so. a guy. There's rumors he'll go back, but there's also he's done so much for himself the last couple of weeks, and like some of the pro yeah. comps on him have been wild, lofty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, best prospect, first prospect matchup.
1: Uh, mine is actually reversible this week. You go Bama O line versus Auburn D line, or Auburn O D O line versus
0: Bama D line. Uh, right? I want Auburn O line versus Bama D line.
1: I went Bama line versus Auburn D line because I knew you go that way. Uh, you go no, first. I mean, I mean uh, we talk about yours. like
0: there was between the 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 trench play on both sides are just full of NFL draft prospects. Yeah, um, like all four offensive tackles are going to be in the NFL. Yes, uh, Raquan Davis, Derek Brown, Marlon Davidson, Anthony Jennings, Trell Lewis, yep. are all going to be in the NFL. Like it's, yep. it's just, I mean, it's just the SEC. It just means more in the trenches.
1: Bama uh, Bama tackles had a pretty good game. The interior obviously struggled. Yeah, Brown yeah, though, I know we, we talked about the Auburn tackles already. Triscoll Colon, Prince Tiguano, had both had pretty good games. Yeah. So, uh,
0: prospect who played the box score,
1: Chase Young was just a home run pick this year. Hey and
0: Derek Brown, like it's just when you're yeah. that dominant, yeah. at snap to snap. Uh, I Since I had them in Best Prospect ooh, Black Christmas looks good If you want to see a spooky Christmas movie Sorry, I got to Yeah, the, the remake, really, I forgot. remake Really good
1: It's my mom's favorite movie The original a little shout out to my mom <laughs> My mom's loves
0: The Grinch right now So, uh, <laughs> My mom
1: loves The Grinch too
0: For me, Isaiah Hodgins 8 for 85 against Oregon in the Civil War But the quarterback was horrible And he was giving uh, Thomas Graham Another NFL draft prospect uh, The business with his route right running
1: yeah, um, you love Civil <laughs>
0: War. <laughs> I do. Well, not only is it the greatest name rivalry game, but it's the greatest state in the world. And, and Retweet. Ducks versus Beavers. I just like that that's what they are.
1: I respect it that like those are their team names.
0: And they both kill it with their jerseys. It's true. I also put Robert Landers here. I thought I had a very strong game against Michigan. No,
1: that's a good choice. Yeah. I'm glad you he said. He's that. been like
0: the third interior guy for them all year, and I but I like him a lot. I liked him in the summer I, as well, and he's just this kind of undersized plug inside, and he, he does a really good job.
1: Recovered the fumble. Yeah, two
0: right. TFLs. Recovered the fumble. Um, the big, what was it? Like fourth and one run where if the running back bounced it outside, they were gonna. They were going to take you to the house, but he, he didn't follow his offensive lineman, and Robert Lenders ate him up on the inside.
1: Hodgins declared, too, eh? Did he? By the way. What? Yeah. Tonight, a couple hours You're ago.
0: That, did you just find out now? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were, like, just flexing on me. Like, just didn't <laughs> tell me. You're saving it to, like, be better than me?
1: Because <laughs> I knew you were going to bring him up, and I wanted to flex. Uh, interesting what? one. Did Bruce um,
0: tweeted. Shake
1: my head. Yeah, Bruce felt someone let us down. Damn,
0: dropped the ball. Made me look stupid.
1: Uh, what do you think about Hodgins? I know you, you like him.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fall for any route runner. Long, lean route runner. I wanted him to go back. Just because it's a really cloudy mm-hmm. class. Cl-
1: class, yeah. It's going to be hard to see where he lands in this. Um, he,
0: Yeah, he's a true junior who, like, again, I love his route run and everything. I think there's going to be athleticism questions, though. He's like yeah. the big, lean slot to me. Like,
1: yeah, fair
0: enough. So, and, and again, we don't get to see a guy like that at the senior bowl. That hurts him because red runners at the senior bowl. That's like the bread and butter to help your stock. So yeah, I, I think sure. he probably ends up like a, I don't know, fifth round guy.
1: It's gonna be interesting. I,
0: I, I like him a lot. Like I would, I'd happily take. Him.
1: I, f- I feel like he could go anywhere from three to no, five. He's not getting in
0: the third round. There's way too many receivers in this class. I I agree. I, 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 agree. I think he's like a four six guy. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Prospect who's being overhyped.
1: So one of the tackles I uh, I alluded to earlier, um, Austin Jackson from USC. I don't think he's a, like he's a. I I kind of like Austin Jackson, but he's I'm seeing him mocked in like the teens. Oh yeah, and he's it's, been it's, that guy.
0: It's been a very I don't know reactionary.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it, throw on the tape and like he he looks pretty good, but he he doesn't look like a first round. Like guy there's
0: here. like I named five. Tacos, I think he's a D two my guy. Top five tackles already. I like all five of them better.
1: You have, you have Jackson as a D two yeah. guy. Me too, and I think that that feels right. But like seeing him game mocked between fifteen and twenty is like. Like you said, reactionary, so that was my guy this like, week. He's
0: clearly got a ton of raw upside. and He's a guy, if he went back and developed yeah. a little more, I could totally see it, but like, I'd say right now he's not there now.
1: Yeah, true junior, and like 6'5", five, well built, pretty good, but like, yeah, um, can get beat, I don't know, he's okay.
0: Uh, I put Anthony Gordon here.
1: <laughs> I did, Hey, I did that like two weeks ago, and you gave me shit for it.
0: Well, what did you do it for? being overhyped wait no but like why did I give you shit for it cause no one was overhyping maybe. him too. I like was in the lead up to the apple cup people were like saying he's gonna go in the early second it. round
1: yeah I knew it was coming Rob you forgot I have the foresight
0: I, 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 I mean we already talked about him a bunch already cause of the senior bowl stuff so I'm not gonna go into it too much but
1: you know what I was so ready to, to put here <laughs> until he blew the fucking doors off Michigan Gus Johnson calling JK Dobbins Emmitt that Smith. was sick <laughs>
0: And then he fucked us. So I'm like, God damn it. It was so funny the way he did. He's just like, they're the same size. Their stats are the same. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and then they had like a graphic yeah. ready. Like, it wasn't just off the top of the head. I'm like, oh, I know what was going on.
0: Was <laughs> Do you have a Dobbins uh, comp? If I just quickly ask. Yeah, I'm mean, it's.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Not really. I like him a lot, though. Who's yours? I forgot. Uh, I right. can make Chubb. I like that one. I, we talked about it a lot, like, I months ago. I feel like I'm going to get crushed by Jeff
0: Twitter for saying it, though.
1: But, like, Nick Chubb was underrated, yeah, they too. Yeah, all love Nick Chubb that. now. Cause he's good now. But he was, like... My Nick Chubb always was Mark think... Ingram. Yeah, I like that, too. Nick Chubb is... Like, I like Nick Chubb a lot. Safe, Anyways. It's
0: just a safe running back. Uh, small school yeah. guy, caught your
1: eye. Speaking of safe running backs, on day three... From the University of Cincinnati, Michael Warren, Michael Warren had a Cincinnati good
0: game. a small school, power six, dick.
1: <laughs> we'll see later if we think they're getting a New Year's Six bowl game or not, Rob. Ooh. Uh,
0: okay, I put <laughs> He was good. Uh, he playing against Antonio Gibson. That's one of the guys I put here. Uh, yeah. Not like a huge game in Cincinnati, but just he interests me so much because he's like this receiver running back hybrid, but like not in the mold of Tony Pollard because he's like six two two twenty five. Like, he's like yep. a Cuderel Patterson mold. Memphis has a lot of interesting dudes. Mike in Norvell can friggin' develop offensive skill guys. Like, I, I don't... In in, this, in the group of five, I don't think there's anyone who's developed offensive skill guys the way Norvell has.
1: Okay, this is a bold one, but in the country, I don't know if there's anyone better getting kick returners than Mike Norvell. Foul. <laughs> Foul. Every time, he's got a fucking amazing kick return. They said and,
0: like, this, this said, year, they've had three different three guys, different guys. And no one else has done that. Three different guys with a return touchdown. It's wow. And then, obviously, Tony
1: Pollard, Pollard's one of the best of all time, so, I mean.
0: Yeah, and if you just look, obviously, last year, they had Tony Pollard, Durrell Henderson, pa- Patrick <laughs> yeah. Taylor, and then Patrick Taylor had some hype going in the air. He gets hurt, and Kenneth Gainwell comes out of nowhere, Antonio of nowhere, Gibson can yeah. play every position on offense, and then there's Demonte Coxie, who's, like, their wide receiver one. I like all three he, of them. Norvell's a guy who I uh, like, unless I, I know he's talked about how he's like declined other jobs before. Because I mean, unless it's a perfect yeah. situation, why would he leave Memphis? Um, yeah. But he's definitely a guy that the power five is him and Luke Fickle for that matter. Yeah, I mean, I pounded the table for Norvell for so yeah. long, but like, and Luke Fickle's me at Michigan State. <laughs> I've been saying that for weeks. <laughs> uh, I also put Charlotte edge rusher Alex Highsmith, who just destroyed old D. 12 tackles, five TFLs, four and a half sacks. Good luck in the Bahamas Bowl. Oh, yeah, against Buffalo. That's big for us. <laughs> Charlotte's program, like, just started, and they can already get to a bowl. It's pretty but impressive. It yeah, they've done a and, good like, job. Highsmith's going to get drafted. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that they, I think it was, what, six years ago or something? And uh, Alex Highsmith's already out there.
1: Is it? Has it already been that long? That's actually that might be, be guess. I
0: don't know. I'm not, I'm not I don't know. know. I trust uh, you. But please remember the days when you were always ready to go, AJ. I'll, I'll try to remember. Now you can increase your performance and get extra confidence in bed. Listen up BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them any time, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. It could benefit... If you could. Not it could. Well, it could. But if you wanted to make it improve and benefit from extra function and more confidence, where it counts. Your penis. Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no visiting a, phar- visiting a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal with our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com to get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code armchair. Just pay $5 shipping. That's blue b l u e chew dot com promo code armchair to try it free uh, and I personally if I was having sex I would be taking blue chew all the time just right. because because I've sworn off it for uh, until Ohio State is national champions okay so <laughs> it's on the record yeah, now yeah, it you is know and uh, Michigan lost so you you I'll uh, never have, fact. have sex <laughs> fact. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for supporting this podcast. Okay, uh, championship matchups—it's perfect. There's ten championship games, and we pick ten games. It's amazing. Uh, How'd you do that? Uh, I called uh, then so I called Mark Emmer. <laughs> Good work. I said cancel this this championship. Cancel the independent <laughs> Bulls championship.
1: The independents should have a championship
0: game versus BYU. Yeah, baby. Uh, okay, I went seven to three last week.
1: I ate fucking shit because I tried to swing for the fences, and it did not work. And I will not say my record, but it was 2-8. and eight. Oh, my
0: God. That was our biggest disparity. Uh, I'm 71-59 yeah. and 59 on the season.
1: Don't get jealous. I am 500. 65-65. Okay, I would trade
0: my winning record for 500.
1: Okay.
0: No, Pac-12 Championship, Friday night, 8 p.m. on ABC. Uh, number 5, Utah. Six-and-a-half point favorites against number 13, Oregon. At Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California, the worst stadium in the uh, world. <laughs> Thank you. you. <laughs> Levi's stadium is a piece
1: of shit. I don't know how it's so new. Uh, it's the worst venue for a championship game. It extra sucks because
0: like Oregon and Utah are both like great stadiums on their own. And I know it's like neutral site all this shit, but like the Pac-12 is full of fun places you could play the Pac-12 championship game. Why are you I playing know. it in freaking Levi's Stadium? They're moving to Vegas. I'm pretty sure. So that, that's, that's cool. cool. That's cool. Uh, but yes, Utah six and a half point favorite. Who you got?
1: Uh, I'm going out on the limb. I think I'm playing it safe. for Most of the other games, I- I'm going to take the Ducks plus okay, yeah. points. Just, I think, I think, I think Utah wins and gets into the College Football Playoffs. But I think Oregon hangs around enough. I it just feels so Pac-12 that Oregon could upset them and they miss the playoffs entirely. But uh, I, I like the Ducks. Still. Utah's a, I think Utah's a better football team top to bottom. But it's an interesting matchup. I like this game. And I'm glad it's on Friday it's night. it's a very
0: hard game to pick for a lot of the reasons. You just said not only be, because of the players playing. But it's the Pac-12. Anything can happen in the Pac-12, especially on a yeah. Friday night. Not not quite yeah. after dark.
1: No, it's a 5 o'clock kick.
0: But... Um, eight, 8 for us, though. So, c- kind of <laughs> yeah. after dark. Yeah. Um, I'm. I, I'm honestly. I am struggling. I haven't fully decided. I think I shall go Utah. Uh,
1: it's a tough six and a half is tough, and it's a tough game in general. Yeah, to I'm, okay.
0: I'm gonna go Utah just because I think if they are. They're obviously they're playing for more. Yes. Um. I think they are better coached football team. Yes, I agree. I think their defense is gonna give Justin Herbert and this robotic offense a lot of issues. Yeah, uh, the receivers who have struggled most of the season to create separation against this defensive backfield, I think that's going to continue.
1: If you can shut down Zach Moss, and that's a big if. Um, not a lot of playmakers on the Utah. No, though. no,
0: it's gonna like I think it's gonna be a, a like a bang it out slow. Like, Utah me wins too. this game by controlling the clock and just playing strong defense. I think, again, low scoring. So, 6.5 scares me a little more because I think it's going to be low scoring. But, mm-hmm. ultimately, I I, I, yeah. I I see, like, uh, a 24-14 um, type of win.
1: No. Yeah. I'll, I'll say 24-20 to 20 for Utah. It's
0: good. A lot on Tyler Huntley. And Tyler Huntley is kind of a, a guy some people... Have liked in terms of uh, NFL draft prospect at quarterback, so this could be a big stage for. Could be, f-
1: yeah. For, and obviously, we're Justin Herbert. we already yeah. Mentioned he that. needs that. He
0: needs to, like, prove everybody wrong. I think at this point. Uh, okay. Saturday, Big Twelve Championship, twelve p.m. on ABC. Number seven Baylor uh, against number six Oklahoma Sooners, eight and a half point favorites uh, at Jerry World in Arlington, Texas.
1: It kind of scares me to pick the Sooners to cover the points and every time I've not done it it's backward on me like last week I am going to take Oklahoma I think this is going to be a tough football game though Baylor just plays teams tough and they already obviously played Oklahoma tough I uh... Oklahoma wins by 10 though
0: 10 interest.
1: 30 to 20 is my score prediction
0: <sighs> I hate it and a half as well but I'm also going to take the Sooners yeah again playing I, I think playing yeah. for more they know if they win and Utah loses, they're in. Right?
1: The issue is Utah plays first. But, but yeah,
0: yeah. But I think you, Utah's going to win. So I guess this I've wrecked this thought in my head. Anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, Oklahoma's playing to play in the Fiesta Bowl. And they want that. They want that. Yeah. Um, no, I Oklahoma loves the Fiesta it's Bowl. It's going to be really interesting battle eight and a half a lot. But I think ultimately down the stretch... Sooners pull away, their weapons on Offense are a little too much, even though Baylor Plays good defense uh, The best in the Big 12 Yeah. I also don't like watching Charlie Brewer yep. I don't like Brewer, I'll say it It's been said You love beer, but you hate the Brewer Okay, noon uh, On ESPN, the Sun Belt Championship uh, ULL Against At number 21 Appalachian State State 7 point favorites
1: I think state wins, but the raging Cajuns cover. I think they're a good football team, and they play everyone tough. Big job.
0: Billy Napier guy, big Billy Napier. I'm guy. taking App State. Uh, they've been the. I. I. It's a. It's a fun game. My boy Darrington Evans, one of my favorite low key sleeper running back prospects for App State. App State being at it's home, been really good. I. I think that's huge because the. Yeah. Uh, most are not. Um, all right, all right. Yes, thank you. I can't speak. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna so, take up state. Not a lot. Not a lot more to say. Uh, okay, MAC championship, noon, ESPN two, Miami of Ohio against Central Michigan at Ford Field in Detroit. Central Michigan seven point favorites. What we thinking?
1: Can Can I say I love that the MAC is at one of those conferences that has a home championship? Yes. Game? Also, the AEC's got to find a home. Um, not a home, but a. A home for the championship. I agree. Game, Where would, would you way. put it? Oh, fuck, that's on the spot. That's the tough thing, right? Because it's it. The conference is yeah, so wide. I don't know. Uh, I'll think about it and I'll come back. Anyways, Miami Ohio's kind of fallen off the last couple weeks. I had a yes. couple stinkers, but seven points. It's, I mean, it's in Michigan, but it's not a home game. It's not like it's a far drive. Seven points is a little t- too much Ooh. for me. I'm gonna take. I'm to take them. I the think points. you forgot
0: who Central Michigan's head football coaches. It's Jim McElwain. It's true, it is it's Jim I McElwain. Jim McElwain's the dominant he... coach when he's done it in, yeah. in the South, you see? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to take the triple odds. Take... I like directional okay. Michigan We're... schools. Michigan's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my boy Jonathan <laughs> Ward is a star. <laughs> okay. Hey, he ran for over a thousand yards this year. You know what I pounded the table for? Jonathan Ward's it's pretty good. He's amazing. He's the best Okay the, oh, He's the best player in the country Quentin right. Dormady oh, I'm sorry Do you forget that? <laughs> no I Yeah didn't. So I'm taking the chip so I'm just leave it at that Jonathan Warren Quint Dormady I'll, And Jim, Jim McElwain Right My big three My Mount Rushmore It's those three And uh, Dan LeFever
1: Fuck I love Dan LeFever Let's not get started Me on too.
0: that uh, Conference USA Championship 1.30pm on CBS Sports Network Kind of shafted uh, UAB at Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic seven and a half point favorites.
1: This was like, like a weird quiet season for FAU. Like they weren't good, but they got there, and they're going to win the championship game. <laughs> so, FAU.
0: I'm taking FAU too. Chris Roberson like really took a step forward as a sophomore for them. Uh, people kind of yeah. slept on FAU this year because they were so bad yeah. last year. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. Roberson that and uh, that defense kind of carried them and uh Roland Kevin. Rolling. AAC championship, three thirty PM on ABC, number twenty Cincinnati at number seventeen Memphis, Memphis nine and a half point favorites. Obviously they beat Cincinnati last week.
1: You gotta think Ritter's playing, right? Yes. Uh they didn't cover the spread last week. Why are they gonna do it this week when they're when Cincy's quarterback's playing? I'm taking the Bearcats again. I am
0: too. I again I think Memphis wins. But uh, clearly, I'm
1: not sure. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I like the points. I, I,
0: these are these are the two group of five coaches I like the most. Um, pretty much, I think. I mean,
1: I, I like I like Mike Norvell more than I like. Fickle. But but if
0: you're gonna hire, uh, the way I'm thinking, if you're hiring an offensive guy, you go Norvell. If you're hiring a defensive guy, you go Fickle. That, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think Cincinnati covers. Memphis wins again. Either way, I'm taking Cincinnati. Like you said, Ritter's playing this week. They covered without him last week. Uh, the the freshman was interesting, good weird story too. Yeah, I like him, he, he pretty good. Yeah, the
1: story about like Wisconsin and Georgia being interested. I don't know, a weird is. one.
0: Uh, but yeah, uh, AAC games are always close, especially championships because it's just everyone. It's such a strong conference. Uh, retweet Pass SEC six. championship, four p.m. CBS. Gary will be calling it. <laughs> number four Georgia and it's number two LSU uh Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. LSU eight-point favorites.
1: Uh, I'm taking
0: the Tigers. Go Tigers. Me too, because the way I see it is, obviously the story will be LSU's offense against Georgia's defense. And Although Georgia's defense is very, very technically sound. Like, they don't have stars. No, and they don't. And I, I think their uh, corners are kind of like the weaker link on the team. And stopping guys like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and obviously Joe Burrow. It's going to be really, really tough. And, hey, they also have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Fromm can't hang. That's my thought. Like, even if Georgia's offense slows – or defense slows LSU down a little bit, like, LSU's still going over 30 points. And I just don't think Fromm can, like, generate more than 24 points in this game.
1: I mean, 100% agree. But I mean, like, if Bama couldn't slow down LSU, why the why is Georgia going to be able to?
0: Georgia defense better than uh, Alabama's, uh, I think, statistically. <laughs> Not in terms of star power or anything. But like, uh, like, I'm
1: just saying. Like, if you had to choose one, who are you
0: choosing? Arkansas. Okay. Reese- <laughs> Mountain West Conference <laughs> Championship, 4 p.m. ESPN. Hawaii. And our friend Cole McDonald, friend of the show. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm to there. watch this in like a big game. At number 19, Boise State. Boise State, 13 and a half point favorites.
1: I'm thinking Boise
0: State. I am, I am too. Because <laughs> the, the fun I'm, of Cole McDonald like, is he could throw six touchdowns, he could throw six interceptions. You don't know. The state bet's Boise State. Uh, Boise State, again, home. That's a weird travel. Yes.
1: Um,
0: that really sucks <laughs> for Hawaii. Uh Boise State, although I do, I do like uh, Nick Rolovich, but um, Boise State better coaching, Brian Harsin. Uh, yeah. And just overall, just such a technically sound team every year. They are.
1: there's Going back to Chris Peterson, who obviously we didn't mention, but stepped down. Um, just always so well coached for the last like, this century. Man. Yeah.
0: Also, fun little, like, both teams have an interesting receiver, John Hightower, Cedric Byrd. ACC championship, seven thirty PM on ABC. Number twenty-three Virginia against number three Clemson at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. I mulled this one over for a bit. That like twenty-eight points. It's it's
1: a lot. It's a lot. Clemson's just been blowing the doors off teams. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. It's not worth. It's not
0: worth picking against them.
1: No, no, I agreed. I'm taking the time And, tires. like, I
0: feel like Virginia put it all on the line to take down Voltech finally. They get yeah. this game. It's going to be really tough. And, like, if they didn't play a great game against Voltech or anything.
1: No, it was a slot. But, I mean, it's the Commonwealth.
0: it's you know, for, for sure. Another great name, by It's going to get crazy. Name, game. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I, I think maybe Virginia hangs with them a bit early. But, like, if they just have Isaiah Simmons um, spy, spy Drake Perkins, like, it eliminates yeah. his running ability.
1: Plus, all like, like UVA's defense is pretty solid, but all that talent and like that Clemson offense you're just Yeah, just like, they're with
0: Bryce Hall, obviously, too. Yeah,
1: obviously, yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Big Ten Championship, 8 p.m., Fox, number one Ohio State, 16.5-point favorites against number eight Wisconsin at Lucas Oil Stadium. Hopefully, the turf guy comes back and fixes the turf.
1: <laughs> I hope he does, too. Uh, I'm, again, not fucking around. I am taking... The Buckeyes of Ohio State. I members. am too.
0: I feel bad because the only non-favorite I took was Cincinnati. I took every other favorite.
1: I, uh, I, did I? No, no. No, I took Miami. I took Miami. And ULL. And
0: in your small school games. And Oregon. Oh, my gosh. You're just, <laughs> did you just blindly pick? You didn't remember any of that? I don't yeah. remember. I don't, but I couldn't remember who was dogs. Okay. Uh, okay, I, yeah, I'm taking Ohio State against Wisconsin. Ohio State too much, too much offensive power. Like, I like absolutely. I mean, that's, that's I don't obvious. think the Wisconsin I mean, DBs can hang with this receiver core. Like, no. they even if like, and, and, and if they like play off enough, like J.K. Dobbins can just take over other side of the ball. Ch- Chase Young, I mean, even with a good offensive line, like. It's only Wisconsin can't throw the yeah,
1: ball. won't well, throw unless
0: it's snowing, which it won't be because it's indoors. <laughs> it's indoors, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah, again, Ohio State's littered with defensive NFL defensive prospects in the secondary and defensive G- line.
1: Jonathan Taylor has to have the game of his life, and he's already done
0: it. Like, yeah, like times, that. I yeah. think this is gonna be just a blowout. Like I'm thinking, like forty nine seventeen.
1: I hope Wisconsin hangs, but I don't
0: think it's gonna happen. All right, uh, that was fun. Long episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Follow AJ, uh, who now has a a, a a quality Twitter. I'm my a niche. A niche Twitter. Yeah, my niche. AJ Marquise13, where uh, AJ breaks all of the firings in sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big quote <laughs> tweets. Uh, and you can follow me at RuPaul NFL. Uh, and uh, tune in uh, tomorrow for our NFL rookie breakdown, and uh, tune in for the weeks to follow as NFL draft season heats up and bowl season heats up. And we love bowl season. Uh, so, uh, uh yeah.
1: Bye. <laughs> Let's go bowling. <laughs>